Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts hey everybody welcome to across generations where the voices of black women unite I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Sarah Wendell. And I'm Alicia Rye. Welcome to Love Struck Daily, where we bring a love story to your ears every day. So did you know that there was a Roman emperor who was extremely outly gay? And not only that, that he fell so head over heels in love that he named a star in the Zodiac after his love. Shall we embark on this starfield journey together? I mean, after that intro, of course. Alicia, mm-hmm. would you like some historical love today? I mean, I, I always love a little bit of historical love. It's lovely to know that there were really deep, abiding, and truly passionate love stories in every human era. It's like one thing that humans are really good at. It makes me feel better. Yeah. And I do I do think that we have the tendency to think like, oh, we just invented sex. We just <laughs> invented love. And obviously, no. we wouldn't be here if that was the case. No, 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 no. There has always been kinky business. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get started with our historical love story, I think we need to revisit our New York Times getting to know you quiz to deepen our relationship, right? Of course. So this is the 36 questions to fall in love for those of you 
who have not been listening every day, which I don't know why you wouldn't, but we have been doing like a question a week just so that we can get to know each other and you can get to know us. This is a, I highly recommend this quiz for anybody to do with their friends or partners. I think it reveals something every time. Yes. So I, I must ask before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? No. I asked, I asked my teenagers this question at one point because I was looking at the quiz because you told me about it. And mm-hmm. I was telling Adam about it. And for those who are, who are not aware, I have two teenagers. I have two boys there, 16 and 14. They know everything. And I was telling mm-hmm. Adam about this quiz. He's like, oh, what are the quizzes? My other son comes in. What's the quiz? I'm like, well, one of them is before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? And there's this long pause. And they're like, why would we make a telephone call? I I do feel like there's going to be a generational split on this question. I was like, with like who makes a telephone just, call as like the number one. Just wait for adulthood, my dudes. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I well, do you do you rehearse before you make a telephone call to anybody? Do you rehearse? What it you're depends say? on the level of anxiety and the number of things that mm. I need to remember for this phone call. Like with doctors' offices, I take notes on what I want or what I'm trying to accomplish, Mm -hmm. especially if it's complicated. And if I'm really, really making phone calls, like I am chasing down a story or I'm trying to find out a piece of information and I know only one of 10 people in this office has that information Mm -hmm. and I need to get to that person, I will write down specifically Mm -hmm. what I'm looking for because I know my brain at a certain point, my brain will be like, look, I give up. I'm sorry. No thoughts are happening right now. Here's a picture of a rabbit. Bye. Like, that's all you get. (laughs) What about you? Do you? I rehearse everything. And I think the reason for this is because I think better in writing than I do verbally, or it feels like I do. It actually, like, I feel a little bit bad for Kai sometimes because he, before he calls like someone, if it's important, I'll be like, okay, make sure you ask about this, this, and this, and this, and this, and just be like, blah, 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 blah. And he seems cool with that. So I think, I think it works for us, but I imagine the wrong person, it might drive a little bit. I see absolutely nothing wrong with rehearsing. Or prepping if it's a difficult conversation. Mm -hmm. Speaking of knowing or not knowing what to say, sometimes you come up with wonderful ways to proclaim your love for someone. And that's what we have in our story today. So this is the story of a man I am sure you have heard of named Publius Aelius Trianus Hadrianus, better known as Hadrian. Hey, you know about Hadrian? Yeah. Hadrian? I do know. He of had Hadrian. a wall. There's another wall, but his is the Hadrian wall. So he is considered one of the five good Roman emperors. He came to power in 117 AD, and Rome was at the height of its power and expansion. And literally within hours of his coronation, he withdrew troops from Mesopotamia and strengthened the rest of the empire's boundaries. He was also very publicly gay at a time when that wasn't necessarily as common or certainly not recorded in history as much as Hadrian, because Hadrian wanted you to know who he was in love with. To start with, you know Hadrian from his wall, built a wall still standing in England. Mm -hmm. He married Vibia Sabina for political reasons, but everyone knew that it wasn't a love match. They never consummated the marriage or had any children. It was mostly for political alignment. And in 123 AD, Emperor Hadrian traveled to Turkey, and he fell in love with a young athlete named Antinous. Now, there was a substantial age difference. 
Hadrian paid for Antonis's education, and then a few years later, they became lovers. Some historians will say that Hadrian was obsessed with Antonis. They would go hunting together, and Hadrian wrote poems about him. They also traveled together to North Africa, to Asia Minor, to Greece and Egypt. And if you think about travel back in the three-digit numbers of the year, that was a long trip. It was very slow, Mm. very long and slow trip. No TikTok, no YouTube, no cars. Most likely, there are plenty of emperors who had lovers alongside a nominal female spouse. But Hadrian made his love for Antonus deeply public and extremely official. And this is one thing that sets him apart historically. At one point, Hadrian saved Antonus's life in an attack by a lion. They were very dramatic in their relationship. Then, sadly, while sailing down the Nile in 130, Antonus mysteriously died by drowning, and some people believe that that was a politically motivated death. Hadrian proclaimed in his grief that a new star in the Zodiac be named for Antonus. Then, well, this gets a little dicey, (laughs) there was a cult. As there usually is. As there is. I mean, if you're going to go so far as to name a star in the Zodiac, this is only a half step to the left and then a jump to the right. A cult was Mm -hmm. formed in his honor basically to worship Antonus's death, and it remained active long after Hadrian died. And he named an Egyptian city in his honor, Antonopolis. What do you think are important ways of making your relationship public and official? Like, you got engaged And bless you, held back from announcing on social media that you've gotten engaged so we could talk about it first. Thank you. I'm so honored. But you you have stages of making your relationship public and official. And that's true whether you're just a random person or you're a celebrity. You know, you have your official pap walk or your official appearance together or someone Mm -hmm. takes your picture going out to dinner. What do you think are some of the ways that people make a relationship official? And is that important? Because I would like to say Anthony Edwards and Mayor Willingham got married and like didn't even tell anybody. They're like, yeah, we're too old for a wedding. We just got married. Oh, that sounds like a dream right now. <laughs> I thought you wedding. might like that. But what about you? <laughs> what do you think is making a relationship official? I think in the age of social media, a lot of it is like the soft launch versus the hard launch. Do you know about this? Yes. Tell me everything. So so the soft launch is kind of like, oh, you just maybe sneak their hand into a photo with you. <laughs> or like, you know, you have like two coffee cups together on a Sunday morning and, you know, you post a picture of it. Uh, it's not so much like announcing I'm with this person. It's just saying like, I'm with somebody and it's kind of like a teaser. Um, so I think I did that like a couple times before we went official, official. I think I posted like a photo of the two of us like hiking together or something like that. And like one of the few occasions I went hiking. (laughs) And then, then, uh, I think there was a photo of him at my birthday, but I think I didn't, I I don't think I referred to him as like my boyfriend or anything until we were like eight or nine months in. And I was like, this is going to last a while because I think it's really awkward when, you have any sort of social media following and you make something official and then the next week you're broken up. It's just like, oh, people get, I think, you know, I don't know if invested is the right word, but I think they get happy for you and then they get sad for you. And I hate it when people are sad for me. So I was like, I'm going to keep this pretty secret. And he's the first one I've ever been kind of official with, like done a hard launch on. So you haven't built a wall or named a constellation or started a cult yet. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, okay. I feel like that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you are going to make a constellation 
for your for your fiance for Kai if you were going to make a constellation for him mm. what would it be I have to think about this for Adam Oh I know what mine would be All right tell me yours It would be like I get to design it right Yes absolutely I, so I it would be like a a game remote Oh like that's a, adorable which one though Xbox PlayStation I think yeah he likes his PS4 a lot We Sarah <laughs> Plays a Wii. We have our Wii. We use it all the time. Do you really have oh, a Wii yeah. still? Oh, oh yeah. That's like uh that's in the graveyard. It's a Wii U. Yeah. Well, I mean, I will tell you, uh, there are some certain Mario Karts that are really awesome on the Wii U. We still play them together. I think for Adam, I would design I would design, this is gonna sound so silly, a constellation of time, like a clock. Because not only oh. does he always know what time it is, but he always needs a schedule. He always needs to know the schedule and what the agenda is and what time it is. And he keeps me on schedule because I will get deep into something and I don't even know what year or day it is. I generally don't on a given minute. I, I don't know what day it is right now. I think it's March, maybe. Anyway, what is March anymore? We're just in the you know 612th day matter. of March now. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But he always knows what time it is and he always knows what day it is. And schedules are very comforting to him. So if I was going to make mm. a constellation in tribute to Adam, it would be a clock or some way of keeping time. Well, yours is definitely less dated than mine because I feel like in 2000 years, people would be like, what is this thing? (laughs) I don't know. I think video game controllers are going to be just universal. I I think we're going to control video games with our brains, but that's just me. Oh, so like the VR headset will go into your brain at some point? Oh, wow. Yeah, like it'll be like a chip in your brain and you'll just like like blink. I do have a very cute modern day postscript. Hadrian and Antinous were symbolically reunited two millennia later in the British Museum when curators made the decision to stand their statues right next to each other. So you can go and visit them if you wish. Aww. So, Alicia, before we send people out into their days, what is your love to go for this episode? I think for me, it is, if we're talking about making things official and making things public, it should be on your own timeline when you feel it's right yeah but if you feel it's right go for it you know if you know you know and if you want to start a cult it's on your timeline i mean i think that's a little bit of a different conversation but yeah (laughs) i think i think you should you should you should listen to your gut in all things yeah and we would love to find out about the status of your relationship if you'd like to tell us yes and what would the constellation of your love be Oh, we'd love that. Send an email to lovestruckdaily at frolic.media if you have a love story to share or any questions or thoughts. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at lovestruckdaily for extra content. And please, to support us, please, please, please leave a review, subscribe, and spread the word about our show. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios and Jillian Davis with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. We wish you a very happily ever after in the stars. Stars.